This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. And today we have a special guest who is definitely alpaca people. We've got Rita Suarez, who has been on with us before, but it's a while, a while ago. We had a little catch up. Can't remember how long ago when we first talked. You hadn't had the alpacas all that long. Moving house, yeah. all of that kind of stuff was all going on at the same time. And, and I can't remember how many you started with. But my question originally was, how did you meet your first alpaca? And so we had that. Uh, we we can t- we can send people to the original episode for that. So you you'll have to listen back to find out the answer to that one. But I was just wondering, how is it living with your? Oh, well, first of all, welcome, Rita. So good to have you with us. Thank you, Steve. It's nice to see you. Yeah, nice to hear you. And, and other end of the world. Yeah, because you're in just outside Melbourne. In is that right? Australia. Oh, yeah, no, no. I know, I know the Australia, but it was the Melbourne bit I was questioning. Yes. Traffic gets worse every year. So it's a funny story because people used to say where we are, it's about an hour and 20 minutes from Melbourne. But really with traffic, it's about two hours, sometimes two hours and a half. So it depends on the traffic. Wow. Mind you, in Australia, that is so close. Yes. Compared to the size of Australia, two hours is nothing, I know. But... Uh, yeah, but that, that kind of gets you in the right area. So near near Melbourne, two hours yes. or thereabouts. Yes. Oh, interesting. Well, that's a long way from here for sure. <laughs> oh, yes, I know. And um, it's funny because, you know, with the pandemic uh, that's been going on for a year and a bit, mm. I would love to go to the UK because you guys get a lot of uh, the Marty McGee, you know, workshops, the funeral dynamics. Oh, the trainings. Yeah. Yes, yes, the Kimberley Dynamics. I would really like to go, but I think it might be a few years. I'm not sure, you know, how long that's going to take. <laughs> I think you're probably right, unfortunately. And I have so many friends. It's funny with the alpaca world um, because mm. I started just with some weathers and, you know, that's how you get started. So how many did you start with? Oh, yeah. So I started with – we went to buy um, alpacas – and I had spoken to the breeder over the phone and I had been to a few farms and we were happy with this breeder. So we went to visit and she had two, you know, weathers set aside for us. So we met them and we loved them. But I had also told her that I was curious, interested in having an alpaca uh, kriya. So, and my partner then, he rolled his eyes um, because I think maybe he knew what that was going to get to. And so she had this lovely girl She was a, that was, uh, you know, pregnant, about to birth, mm. and she said, look, she's available, so she's for sale, but you also need to get her a friend, a female friend. So we ended up buying two weathers, and two females, and that's how we got started. Right. And where are you at now in terms of numbers? Not not the numbers are everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hold on to your chair. <laughs> 35. <laughs> 35. Yes. Look, hey, li- listeners, be warned. This happens. 
<laughs> that's amazing wow so have you bought more um animals in as well because obviously i know you've been having births but yes so we bought some more animals we bought some more females right. we bought a half share on a stud male with another Ooh, breeder well done yeah um and uh we had some babies and it was really interesting because when we started breeding we were just getting boys boy 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 oh, strange girl. Boy, yeah. boy, 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 girl, boy, 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 oh, boy, goodness. you know, and um, all these breeders said to us, oh, it eventually evens out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have told you. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, but it and takes time. And guess what, this year, yeah. when they started, you know, birthing, because this was the biggest, uh, you know, career uh, drop that we've yep. had. So, you know, Korea drop, it's, it's a terrible term, but that's what they say here in Australia. Um, so that's the, It's a literal, it literally, literally what happens, isn't it? Though the, the Korea does drop. <laughs> they drop, yeah. Um, yeah. so we had, I don't know, we just, um, all these girls got pregnant or we made them pregnant. So we had, um, seven, uh, no, eight, eight Jew, uh, no, actually nine Jew. One and two, you know, miscarried, unfortunately. Mm. So we had seven born, and the first one, oh, it's all exciting, you know, you know, gets born easily, lovely, you know, beautiful birth. And the main thing is, what's the gender? Yes, you know, that's the excitement thing. And um, you sort of look around, and oh, where is the the titty bits? Um, <laughs> you know, we're, <laughs> we're expecting a male. Yeah. And there's no titty bits, so we looked on the other side, and oh, it's a and they call it here coin slot. Okay, yeah, yeah, I understand why. <laughs> it's a bit yeah, and um, oh, it's a female. Oh wow, you know we're so lucky to start the season with a female. It's so lovely, and then the second, yeah, there's the labour. You know she's in labour and things, and then um, the career, you know, comes out. It's all good, you know, the healthy, and check the gender, female. <gasps> And we're mm. like, we can't believe our luck, you know. <laughs> and I'm thinking maybe we'll be two females and, um, you know, five uh, five males. Yeah. But, look, it ended up that we had all females except for one, which was a, a, a boy. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that strange? I, it's mm. really, really odd. I mean, last year it was we had a similar thing where we had females. Um, so we had nine and it was seven females, two males. And one of our mums, one of our, one of our dams, she she's always only ever had male career. Last year she had a female for the first time, oh. which was lovely. Um, yeah. But, but but really strange. Yeah. What's, what's what? And I don't know whether it's is it the moon? Is it the the feed? Is it the? There must be a reason. Yes. But there isn't necessarily yeah. it could just be the pure thing if it's it's going to be one or the other <laughs> yes, yes, and each time yes. is the same chance of it being one or the other and it just sometimes it all falls in one way but it does tend to even up that's certainly is my been my experience yes. and typically if we had seven you'd have four and three but even if you started all boys it would then suddenly mm-hmm. switch and then the rest of them would all be girls but uh, last year was strange we had as i say we had seven too but that's that's interesting so what a poor little boy by himself that i found that with our group the two males in the group of seven, they were, well, they, they bonded together, but mm. they played together because the boys play differently from the girls. Um, but they were much more laid back. They, they were less mm. aggressive and they seemed to be, seemed, seemed to be <laughs> less uh, adult behavior 
didn't happen until a lot later. Because yeah. because otherwise, some of some of the boys that when you get a group of boys all together, they seem to I don't know, compete with each other or whatever. And then yeah. all of a sudden, you go, "Oh no, no, we need to wean them and separate them out now because we're getting into problems." Uh, where they're trying to mate with the mums and they're trying to do goodness knows what, yeah. and, and then they're fine with the career for a while, and then the other, you know, a group of career, the, the weanlings, and then all of a sudden that starts to be a problem. Oh, okay. Yes. So you got you got to kind of work that through and manage it. How do you manage your your weaning? I mean, I'm just thinking about this one. Mike, you haven't got to that. I haven't got to that point yet. I know, but mm. it's going to be a challenge, I guess. Yes, it will. Well, it's going to be a challenge for two reasons. One, because uh, the birthing season was quite extended. Mm. Um, so for several reasons, um, when we were mating before, um, some girls didn't get pregnant anyhow. So we've got uh, the oldest, you know, careers are now, I think, four months. Right. And the youngest are about um, a month and a half going to two. So there's a two-month gap. Right, yeah. Um, so now what I'm thinking, I like to wean. There's different theories, you know, about weaning. Isn't <laughs> Yes, it's, uh, it's fascinating. But I like to wean uh, at around six months. Hmm. And for some breeders here in Australia, that's sort of late. Um, some right. of them, they wean, they wean based on the weight of the right. career. Once they reach a certain weight and, and so forth, that, you know, they're ready to be weaned. I follow uh, a philosophy of some breeders that say it's better to wean a little bit late when the career, ha- it's not only the, uh, the physical, you know, maturity, but the psychological as well. It's going to be weaning in in spring here for us, I think. And I'm not sure if I do two lots. Yeah. So the older ones first and then the younger ones, or if I just wait and do all of them together. But generally, uh, boys and girls get weaned, you know, together in the same paddock. And then we just, you know, watch the boys. So this little man, <laughs> poor little thing, <laughs> he's going to be, you know, surrounded by girls. And will be a matter of you know monitoring him, you know how he goes. Yeah. Um, I do have two older weathers on the farm as well. Right. So sort of the uncles. Mm. So I could move him there, or maybe sometimes there's breeders around us, and they might just have one boy as well, or yeah, you know. So you talk to other people, and and um, it could be that um, he goes somewhere where there's a companion, or yeah. So we're sort of exploring that. It is a challenge sometimes, and uh, normally we would sort of sell as groups of three, but occasionally you just end up with, as we did this last year, um, with two males, and therefore you can't you can't do a group of three. In fact, the the people we sold those two boys to added a third one in. You know, they 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 took on board the fact that a small herd really a minimum is minimum is three. It works works well as three, because otherwise they're a bit on edge. But yeah, it, it is it is a, a challenge to know whether you're doing the right thing. And and I think it depends on the circumstances. When where we've got the fields that we we win, <laughs> they've got good eyesight. These these alpacas, so they can see a long distance. They can see each other. But it's really funny because the mums when we put the, the youngsters up in the in the field, the, the mums will come up to the gate. Oh, that's where you are. Right. Okay, we're just off grazing, and they just leave them. It's kind of oh, thank goodness for that. <laughs> <laughs> and off they go. And it's really interesting because some of them were still kind of run on. We'd have funny weather. It was really dry and then it was really wet and it's really cold. So, and we we hadn't separated off. The boys had gone, but they, we hadn't separated off the girls. Come shearing, mm-hmm. 
as soon as we, you know, we we, we released the career, having who went tiny with all the fleece off, uh, yeah. we you knew they were small anyway. You knew that, but they went really small. Some of them are very very small. I think, oh goodness me, you are tiny. Mm. And they went back to their mums, and the mums said, nope, nope, nope. You've got a big girl haircut now. You have no more milk. <laughs> <laughs> So they, they weaned they weaned them themselves overnight or, yeah, or in yeah. an afternoon, which is really interesting. And I, and I know that there can be a problem sometimes of of the mums rejecting babies because they, yeah. well they don't smell right, they don't look right. They, you know, there's a whole bunch of factors I think. Yeah. Um, but it is a challenge, and you work work to the numbers either weight or the six months or. But I think you're right. Bringing in the psychology, you know, are they mature in themselves? Can they can they cope with? And if you can put them in a group, that then there's the group dynamic that that's really yeah. important as well. Of a group of peers of similar age is really works really yeah. well. Um, but mixing in, I mean, we we've had the situation where we've got some older males who are now uh, probably five six as the youngest who we, we use as studs, and, and there's no way you could put a young, just weaned, oh no, male in with them because the the the, the difference in in age and, and behavior yeah. and all the rest of it. The little ones that just get bullied, something horrible. Um, yes, so, exactly. and, and could get injured, et cetera. So you avoid all of that by yeah. where you can, you separate them off or you add in num- other numbers to make them make it, yes. make it work. But uh, yes. yeah, it's another one of our little challenges trying to make it all happen. Isn't I it? know. <laughs> yes. And then, and then you have the, the paddocks, you know, and you think, mm. well, that's, um, the you know how do you divide them up and so this we've been here a year and a half I think uh, in this farm and um, um, I was trying to you know come up with a paddock scenario and and you know designed it on paper and I rem- everything I else. remember I remember, remember yes. that I remember yeah because yes. you shared the, you shared the, the, the little pictures and stuff yeah 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 I, I shared the pictures you know sort of asking for feedback and and all the feedback was like you need more gates you need more this more that yeah yeah. yeah. Um, but it was going to cost you know I a know. million bucks, and uh, we did. <laughs> um, so we you decided, okay, let's cut, yeah. yeah. So let's cut this. Let's cut that. Um, so we, so we minimise the design. Uh, but now we're going. Oh, we need to, um, <laughs> you know, divide this paddock. Put you know, like another laneway here. And it's interesting. Even I know the flow of the land. And after you've been in the place for a certain time, you sort of tend to know. Where the wind blows and yep. um, the better, the cozy spots. So I think yeah. sometimes, you know, you, you do something in the beginning because you have to, but mm. then you have to adapt. Absolutely, and that's where that's, we're at at so the wise. moment. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Living with it, and then and then working out what you do need. Okay, you need more gates, you need more laneways, but where it was the best place yes. only comes from living with it and knowing. It would be really helpful if, in that corner, there was a gate and we could just run them that way. And yeah. you know, because of the weather or because of uh, the grazing, as you say. So yes. yeah, no, it's, and and you don't have to do it all at once. Mm-hmm. You know, we like to, but <laughs> and there are some things that are fundamental. You need to get those right. But yeah. uh, you're outside boundary for for one. But you 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 can work out what you do differently. I mean, it's been interesting because of the. Because of the pandemic, because of the the lockdown, we've we've had because uh, we've got a building down by the lake and the car park and various things, uh, or for, for businesses to have offsite meetings, and so they would they would come. But of course, as soon as we went into lockdown, nobody was coming. Mm. So nobody was coming to see the alpacas. Nobody was coming for 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 these offsite meetings, and that kind of stuff. So it then became well, we just closed the gate across the road and then the alpacas can be much more free and they have loved it <laughs> absolutely yeah. loved it and they've wandered a lot more and they've it's the group 
size has has grown that that bit certainly from the early days so that it means that the dynamic has changed and they tend to spread out a lot more mm. and they're much more relaxed about being in different groups and and then just in recent weeks mm-hmm. the older ones have been this side of of the road and, and in a field just near the house here and and the youngsters have gone across in the other field and they've been over on bankside so i can see both both sets but then they're, they're not right by each other they're not sort of feeling so um anxious i guess or or, or that sense of needing a sense of security of being really close to to all the rest mm. of the alpacas all the time um mm. so it's been an interesting observation of of seeing how things change yes that's fascinating isn't it yes mm. But it has changed. We found as the numbers went up, you probably found the same thing. Then the dynamic of the group changes. Yes, it does. Uh, have you have you got one? Have you got one that's the alarm cry queen? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, um, yes. But it's interesting. Uh, they haven't been doing the alarm call as often mm. when they first came to this farm. And I think because I'm not sure it's, if it's because they're more comfortable. Um, mm. Well, here we have foxes in Australia. <laughs> right. Um, and um, uh, Probably from us, are they? I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's you guys. It was, you know, it, when you guys yeah. colonised. Uh, along along with rabbits and rabbits rats and goodness and also, knows what. Uh, yeah, heaps of rabbits as well. And, I know. And all these sort of things. So anyhow, um, so they tend to uh, alert when or they used to when they saw mm. a fox um yeah. or when they saw maybe a dog in the distance so um mm. the neighbors have a dog uh but now they know the neighbor's dog so they don't um, yeah. alert anymore they just you know become alert you know themselves yeah. in their posture but they don't ears up to... standing taller yeah. yes yes <laughs> yes and it's a great time to you know take photos of the alpacas when they're. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it, they look. That's, like, that's the way to get them. They're looking at their most alert is bring a dog in front of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the foxes, yeah, it's funny. So they they go into the posture, mm. into you know that upright ears up. Um, and I notice, and then I look where they're looking, and I can see a fox in the distance. But I have. Oh, and they all look the same do- same way, don't they? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. You got the whole group. Oh, what are they looking at? So you get it, try and get on the same line to see what exactly, it is they're staring exactly. at. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I just love it. But they don't make the screeching sound anymore. Right. Um, as often, I, I should say. So maybe they're getting used to things. They still, mm. I think if that fox came close, very close to them, they might alert. Um, I'm sure you're right. Yeah, yeah. But look, the biggest fear that I have here is of dog attacks. Mm hmm biggest worry that I have because I'm not on the farm all the time. I have another job mm. um, that I do as well. So every now and again, because we've got friends all over Australia, you hear someone, oh, mm. horrible, a pack of dogs or even just, you know, one dog, mm. uh, you know, went through. And um, one thing that I'd like to do is actually spend more money changing our front boundary fence in the hopes that it might help, you know, prevent a dog attack. And that's that's my biggest worry. Mm, yeah. Oh, but I'll tell you something interesting, and I should take more photos. I need a bigger lens to get a good, clear photo, but of the kangaroos right. and the alpacas. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, grazing. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Yes, yes. Oh, so isn't that keep, interesting? They keep a distance and – that's that's got to be a picture worth having. I know. You, you I must know, try and get but, something. Yeah, you see, like with the kangaroos – 
um, they're very frightened of, you know, humans. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I can only take very far away photos. As soon as I try to approach to get a clear, you know, picture, they go. But it's beautiful to watch them grazing with alpacas and they don't mind each other. Um, Interesting. Yeah, enough. and it was funny when the Kriyas were younger and the kangaroos started coming, hopping around, and they go, oh, what's this? So the little ones were like, oh, oh, I've never seen this before. What's this? And 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 the mums were like, oh, they're just kangaroos, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, one day I'll get a really good lens. Yeah. And, um, I've well, take take a bad now. take a bad picture first. Yes. So at least you've got okay. something, and then you can you can yes. you can improve on yeah. that at least. But because a number of times I'm thinking, yeah. oh, I'll, I'll I'll wait for the best shot. Oh no, missed it completely. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what happened th- right. this morning because um, be- before I call, I thought, "Oh, the weather—it looked like it's going to rain," and I've got the- all the troughs are out. So I, I, they, uh, I'll go. I'll quick. I nip down and I'll feed them. So I hurried down mm. there with the bag of food and and all the rest of it. And shh, shh, shh. What? what, what uh, and there's the geese. We've got we've got Canada geese that, that are nesting on the on the lake and stuff. But there in the in the corral. So all, all the all the girls they're, they're out and about, but they'll come back. They're there for breakfast time, so they're all in the stable chewing the cud and eating hay and stuff. And and just outside, there's this little family of of geese. So there's two two adults and six. Well, I'm going to say they're youngsters. Well, they are youngsters, but they're they're getting quite big now. Mm-hmm. So there's and there's all this kind of mess on the on the concrete thing in front of the of the stable. So so ge- geese had, had settled in. They'd co- they'd come in. Oh yeah. Oh, oh it's just the alpacas. And then they'd, they'd kind of come in. <laughs> And settle down. For, they've been there for quite some time. I mean, they wander around oh, and they come really? in the fields and various things, and they, they have an understanding. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the, the the geese feel that the alpacas are a bit too close, so they'll just move, yes. move them, <laughs> and they'll, they'll hiss at them, and they'll just move them off. Oh. Uh, but they were hissing away at me, and, and then they, they kind of stalked away and 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 out. Back to the I said, "Well, I'm sorry, yes. I didn't know you were here." <laughs> so I, I grabbed a oh, shot, but it wasn't wasn't the best one. But I'll I'll, I'll put that on the. With, with this episode, I'll, I'll... oh yes, you should, you should. I'll see if I, I'll see. I'll, I've got some really bad shots of the kangaroos oh, and alpacas, and, and I'll send you one so you can put oh, it up as well. Perfect. Yeah, we'll, we'll include that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been an interesting time, hasn't it, with the the whole kind of and kind of fairly thing. typically for people who are alpaca people, we talked on and on about alpacas for ages. So this is just to say there's another part coming we finished some more other things which we'll we'll do next time but uh yeah quick shout out to some people who joined me for the talk alpacas we had the zoom call and some people joined me for that which was great thank you for being there so a quick shout out to lana and her parents billy and trina and i just think we might be hearing something from them in the future but we shall see so, thank you for being here. So appreciated. And I hope you're having a good week. And if you can, go spend some time with an alpaca and smile. Take care. Bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.